Ka koko taku manu i ngā ia uruhau o whakaro nui o manawa nui ki ngā maunga whakahi huri nō i te motu, kia rongo atu ai tana tangi, kia haumai te iwi ki te pai o te hui. Ko mihi ngā rangi a hau, te manu tātake e tioro nei e tiori nei. Coming up on the hui. How will Māori vote in the 2023 election? Probably keeping my vote with Labour. Green Party. Well, I've been looking at National at the moment. Who do they want to lead the country? Oh, I've got no problems with uh, Auntie Cinder. <laughs> Winston Peters. That's a hard one. And which Māori MPs do they say are the top performers? Bawari Waititi. I say bring back Tariana Tudia. The Prime Minister and Māori MPs join us as we reveal an exclusive poll of Māori voters. And the results will surprise. Tahuti mai. Just one year out from a general election, the Hui and Horizon Research have produced a poll of 500 Māori voters, asking them about how they intend to vote in 2023. Next, we'll speak to the Prime Minister, and later we'll reveal who our respondents consider to be the top performing Māori MPs. But first, let's take a look at our first set of results. Kia tahuriakitato. We asked respondents if an election was held tomorrow, which of these parties, if any, would you vote for? 37% answered the Labour Party. Both National and Te Pāti Māori got 11%, the Green Party 9%, Act New Zealand 5% and 10% answered another party. We asked respondents which of these party leaders or co-leaders do you prefer as Prime Minister? 47% answered Labour leader Jacinda Ardern. National leader Christopher Luxon on 12%, Te Pāti Māori co-leader Rawiri Waititi 6%, ACT leader David Seymour 5%, Te Pāti Māori co-leader Debbie Ngāri Wapaka 4%, Green Party co-leader Marama Davidson 3% and Greens co-leader James Shaw received 2%. 21% answered none of these. We asked respondents which of these issues will you be basing your party vote on at the next general election? The top 10 answers were cost of living 72%, housing 62%, health 60%, COVID-19 response 55%, poverty 54%, economy 51%, employment 45%, education 42%, environment, climate change 38%, treaty settlements 33%. I tēnei ata i kōrero ai ki te pirimea o Aotearoa, te kaiarahi o te rōpū reipa, kia Jacinda Ardern. Labour is the only party that has lost significant party support in the poll. A 17% um, slide, down from 54% to 37%. What do you think's happened? Yeah, and, but look, relative to other parties, still, uh, still receiving strong support, and I don't take that for granted. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think it's only right that every party, even between elections, has to continue to earn uh, every vote and the confidence of all voters. And we are over a year out from another election. So I'm grateful that we still have such strong support, but very conscious of the fact that in the lead up to the next election, we need to continue to show progress on all of those issues that Māori voters are telling us matter to them. In the popularity as a leader, you've also dramatically reduced too. And you've been one of the most uh, popular prime ministers of all times. Um, what do you think is 
causing that slump. Yeah, and, and even then, you know, I, I'm still very grateful for, for what is, um, you know, for what is really strong support. Yeah, um, and very grateful for that. But there's no doubt, and I'd say this just generally around the, the polls, just generally at the, at the moment, there is no question that the period we're going through right now is incredibly tough. You know, we've got a pandemic and the economic cost of that. We know that inflation is hitting the cost of living for people and people are doing it very tough. Add to that a war, which is causing an energy crisis. And, you know, we have a large number of our population right now who are sick or bearing the consequences of the pandemic. It is a tough time. At the same time, though, I am very confident that it will get better. And we have a responsibility to get people through, not only through the pandemic, as we have today, but to get people through the economic crisis that follows. And so that is what we are absolutely focused on right now. And Māori voters, well, Māori voters in this poll agree that the cost of living is the most concerning issue for them at the moment and one that they would look to vote on in 18 months' time. Next month we've got the minimum wage increase. Uh, benefits have had a small lift, uh, but neither of those, as you say, are keeping up with inflation. So this government had a mandate to make real change early on uh, with the welfare inquiry. Was it a mistake not to make uh, more changes earlier? So we, uh, at the end of last year, could see that uh, looking at other countries, we were going to have huge pressure on the cost of living coming into this year. And so that package that you talked about that comes in on the 1st of April is quite extensive. So yes, we've got those general benefit increases and they're the biggest increases we've seen in 40 years, but that's not the only increase we've also made. We'll be increasing the family tax credit. So over 60% of families, beneficiary families, but also lower middle income families, 60% will see an increase in the family tax credit around, on average, for many, about an extra $20 a week. On top of that, you see an increase for our superannuitants on the 1st of April. And then on the 1st of May, the winter energy payment comes back in again, and that's for our superannuitants and those on benefits. Taken as a whole, though, we're also very worried that even with those changes that we made at the end of last year, we do see that extra energy crisis really starting to hit at at the pump. And look, a lot of people are changing up the way they move about from work and home, but we can't expect people to change their behaviour so quickly. So that's why we are, as a cabinet, and by the time this interview airs, you will have heard the decisions that we made around how to ease the pressure again for families when it comes to, to some of these pressures from the war in Ukraine. One of the biggest issues for people is kai and the cost of it. You know, you've had the Commerce Commission's inquiry into supermarkets where commentators have said you haven't been bold enough. Why weren't you bolder? Well, I think the point to make here is that we launched the inquiry. We were concerned about what's happening in our, uh, in our uh, grocery and, and retail um, sector but it was the Commerce Commission's report. So we didn't write the report. We had it conducted by the Commerce Commission. As you say, they've clearly identified we have a problem. They've identified that there is additional profit being taken out of that sector up to an extra million dollars a week over and above what, what you know, for want of a better word, could be considered comparable in other places. So we have a problem. The Commerce Commission then gave the government a whole range of recommendations. Now we said, look, we'll take those but we've concerned that they might not go far enough. So we have reserved our right to go further. 
I think what I'd say is we're not done here. Uh, we do need to keep working on this problem. But you've had a, a whole cycle and a half to do it. We've got a food crisis now. You've got the opportunity. You're a government that changed a gun law in six days. So, you know, you, you could make change if you had the will to do so. We received this last week and right away, even before we had the chance to get into detail on all the recommendations, we've said we will make those changes. Um, the Commerce Commission gave their reasons why they didn't go further. Um, we've said, though, hang on, you know, let's not let's not be premature here. We think that uh, if we don't achieve the change we need, uh, and they've put in a range of issues there that they want us to resolve, if we don't get what we need out of this, we will do more in those. You know, you mentioned them lightly. They are significant changes. You know, this is very direct government intervention here. Um, What's but the time frame? Uh, we've got to put out the formal response um, to all of those recommendations from the Commerce Commission. We'll look to do that really quickly, but we want to see change over the course of, you know, the next 12 months. Otherwise, we would be forced to do something more dramatic. Probably the root of hardship and all these issues is the housing crisis. Uh, Māori home ownership continues to slide downwards and that really matters because rents continue to increase. You've ruled out the circuit breaker of a capital gains tax, so what is your circuit breaker to make some real change in housing? You need more than one. I mean, this is the thing that I think that over time, you know, we've seen you you actually have to be pulling levers everywhere, multiple circuit breakers. So, yes, look, uh, you know, capital gains tax, which we campaigned on many times unsuccessfully, that hasn't stopped us from doing things like extending the bright line test. One of the biggest, you know, real game changers that even those uh, who are the commentators out there said that we made a, we will make a difference over it was interest deductibility. And look, the short version of that is what it looks to do is say to investors, actually, we want to make it easier for our first time buyers. And so we've already seen the impact um, of changing those rules on what's happening in the market. But that's got to sit alongside other things. The, the reason that you see increases in rent, for instance, because we don't have enough houses. You, you talk about, um, you know, first home buyers, but what about renters? And you just mentioned that. But yeah. what about rent controls? Other countries have them. I mean, there's an, yeah. there's an apartment down the road from me, one bedroom, $695. It's nice looking. But, um, you know, it's unachievable. It's more than an Auckland average wage in a week. And so some of the things that we've done on uh, rents includes, for instance, uh, changing the rules that say that actually you can now only increase rents on a property once in a 12-month cycle. But we know ultimately the thing that makes the biggest difference is just more housing. When you have more housing, uh, you see the impact on, on rents. And it's not the same across the country. We've seen in those places where we have just not enough homes available, that's where you've seen the increases. In other places, it is starting to plateau. So is the, are you saying that's fair? Are you saying that when there aren't enough houses available and the rents rise, that that's a fear, that's fair to do that? Well, why don't you cap it? Well, look, we've actually, you know, there's a, a number of countries have taken different initiatives and it gives us the chance to look at what works and what makes a difference. And some of those initiatives don't always um, have the impact that you would want. And so ultimately it all comes back to the fact that in New Zealand, for example, the places where you've seen you haven't had the same dramatic increases in rents are places where there are more houses. And so that's why, you know, we've been doing what we can to build our own supply, but also incentivize. And the big changes we made recently, we created a carve out for new builds to incentivize people to keep building houses. And we have record consents at the moment. 
So we do know that that over time should continue to make a change in the rental market. In the meantime, we've increased things like the accommodation supplement. We've been, in, done what we can to increase people's incomes through minimum wage. We've increased benefits to try and deal with the extra pressure people have through that cost of living. Kia mo tonu maira te te tiro. Uh, next, we'll reveal the top performing Māori MPs and we'll speak to three of them. Nō reira, auraki mai anō. No mai anō ki te hui. Time for our next set of results from our Horizon Research poll of Māori voters. We asked respondents, thinking about all the Māori politicians in Parliament, which do you consider are performing well, if any? The top 10 performing Māori MPs are Greens co-leader Marama Davidson, 31%, Labour's Kiritapu Allen, 30%, Labour's Nanaya Mahuta, 29%, Labour's Pini Henare, 25%, Māori Māori co-leader Rawari Waititi, 24%, Nationals Shane Reti, 22%. Te Pāti Māori co-leader Debbie Ngāriwapaka, 20%. Labour's Tāmati Kofi, also on 20%. Labour's Willie Jackson, 19%. And Labour Deputy Leader Calvin Davis, 18%. Hei matapaki i inei tatauranga i kōreruau kia Marama Davidson, rātou ko Debbie Ngāriwapaka, ko tākuta Shane Reti. Well, tēnā koutou, thanks for joining us for this discussion. Firstly, Marama, you're the top performing Māori politician, according to the poll. I imagine you're pleased. Oh, I think that the, the main thing is to keep doing the mahi, and people put me in here to raise our voice and our solutions to tiakina papatuanuku and look after the people and community. And that's simply, you know, my, my job is to do that. Um, any support from Māori is always welcome um, because I've come here as a wahine Māori leader politician to do that work for our people. So always grateful, um, but the work continues, the priorities remain the same. I guess the issue for your party is that the party vote for your traditional allies, which is Labour, have lost 17% of the vote and the problem for the Greens is you haven't picked that up. Is that a problem? So we're really pleased um, since election in 2020, we've tracked about the same across a range of polls, um, which is still above our election night percentage. Of course, we're not, we're not happy with that at all. And we know we've got a priority to get our voice out there to be seen as being strong for what our people care about. We know that um, Chakina Papatua Nuku, a climate that is stable for our mokopuna, or even for us today, and making sure everyone has got what they need to live good lives is what Māori also care about. So our priority to get our voices out there um, remains. We would like to see more support, of course. Shane, the National Party isn't getting a lot of love in the party vote, just 11% in this new poll, but personally you've done really well, garnering 22% of voters' attention for the politicians who are performing well. Are you pleased with that? Look, I think uh, several things. Really, for me, it's, it's about the work that's in front of me. Um, I've, I've never looked at the number on my back. I've always looked at the impact. Uh, that I can have as being the most important. And, and like Marama, I, I came to Parliament to do something, not to be something. And so, mm. yes, pleased with that, but how can we translate that into something? How can we do something with that? And I'd have to say, looking at the poll, my, my summary of this is that Māori Dims love affair with Labour is over. 
You know, a, a sausage and a piece of bread at Waitangi Day doesn't cut it anymore. When food prices have gone up 13% since they came into government, rent's another $140 a week, and it's $45 to fill the petrol tank in an average car. And so this love affair is finished. And, and now, you know, we all need to button down and, and work on the things that matter. Would you consider standing in a Māori seat? Nationals talking about that. How do you think you'd go up against Calvin Davis? Oh, I'd love to go up against uh, any of them, but I have made a commitment to Whangarei. But that is actually a decision for the National Party. Uh, so I, I would I would challenge the pleasure and the privilege of contesting with any of my colleagues, including anyone on this call. That really would be a privilege and, and a pleasure. Uh, but this is a decision for, for the party to make. Kapai Debbie, 14% um, of Māori in this poll say they don't know who they would vote for. You know, I guess that's a real concern. It appears that they're disillusioned with Labour voters, uh, with Labour, but the Māori Party hasn't been able to scoop them up either. Why not? Oh, look, I think, I mean, first of all, I want to mihi to everyone um, and mihi to marama. Shane Ma, it's great to be in a conversation like this mm. where we have Māori in such a great calibre one could say even a high calibre of Māori across um, the spectrum to be able to have this debate with. So I, I think the um, answer to the question is, is that there's so much going on and I think that's a really good thing. I think that um, as Māori MPs, we have it really extra harder because we have to work harder. We're expected to be across everything. We're expected to be on the ground, um, as Shane and I have been during COVID, and then we're expected to also front up at the house yeah. and be relatable. So... I'm actually really heartened by a lot of the um, results in this in this poll because it shows that we are challenging some of our traditional mindsets and the red wave is well and truly over. It's a good sign. The government had had a chance to tackle the duopoly of the supermarket stronghold, if you like. Wouldn't this be an area that could really help to reduce hardship at the cash register? Absolutely. The Commerce Commission recommendations don't go far enough. Actually, for a long time, for decades, what we should have seen is a strategy to prioritise local growers, community. Um, Papatuanuku Kōkiri Marae is an incredible example where we could actually see our local growers being able to provide fresh, affordable, quality kai. And that also will help the food sovereignty and protecting the growing soils of our regions from being developed over is why we need to protect them. Do you know um, what the real issue has been? doesn't matter whether you're red or blue. Um, neither successive governments have done what it really is required, which is to start um, making decisions that affect those at the top of the food chain, including uh, within the supermarket sector, including capital gains tax. I mean, Labour has a really strong mandate. It could have done that. And if it's really committed to poverty, it could have done it. This government has has been shy of using its absolute ability to do things unchallenged. We just had that in the House Select Committee got completely overruled because they have the numbers. Kapai, Tina Koto, thank you so much for your time. Kakite Fano. Uh, kua kenei ka arotaki ngia ngā tatauranga e tō mātou pai tōranga pū e Morgan Godfrey, rāwako Dan Bidwa. Araki mai, to discuss the results of our poll, I'm joined now by former National MP Dan Bidwa and by commentator Morgan Godfrey, tēnā kōrua. Morgan, 17% uh, slide there for Labour. Uh, where those voters may go, who knows? But what do you make of the results? 
I think it's pretty clear that Labour has reached its high tide mark from the 2020 election. When you look back a couple of years ago now to March 2020, uh, we locked down, uh, we stamped out the virus, and life pretty much continued as normal. Uh, but if you look at today, the cost of living is increasing, the virus is circulating uh, around the community. So I think it's probably expected to see Labour uh, drop the way that it's dropped from election day to today. Um, I think probably the big uh, winner, if we're picking winners out of this, is probably the Māori Party, who are looking like a pretty good chance because they won one, uh, two seats rather at the last election against that huge incoming Labour tide. And to see the tide begin to go out, uh, I think they'll be thinking that they may be able to pick up a third. Uh, so it's looking pretty good for the minor parties, if not the Labour Party. Oh, kia ora, Dan. Um, so Labour well ahead there, uh, but both National and the Party Māori are on 11%, but there's a whopping 14% of loose votes there. What do you have to do to... I mean, is it significant, that number, 14%? Yes, it's certainly very significant, and in relation to the loss of party votes from other polls that we're seeing, it's even greater. So there's more Māori that are switching away from uh, the Labour Party than other voters in the country. Uh, and that's a real opportunity for the likes of National to regain some of it. It's, it's, it's coming up a little bit, but not as much as we'd like. Uh, so we've got to keep talking about the things that matter to Māori, which is cost of living, housing, health, uh, and the like, and also speaking to their values and their sense of frustrations uh, and things like that. And I think Māori, uh, the National Party started to look at things like that. They're looking at Māori, running in Māori seats and there's Māori talent coming in. Uh, we're going to have to see more of that in 2023. Would you run in a Māori seat, Dan? Oh, certainly, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I live here in the North Coast electorate and love this area. Um, it's not a place for me, but uh, I know there's some really good talent coming through the party, and I'm really excited to see that next year. Morgan, um, just touching back on that Māori party, if you look at some of those minor party results, Conservative, Advanced, New Zealand no real change in those parties. Um, but yes, the Māori party is up three. I mean, what might that look like? Um, I know it's 18 months away, but you know, uh, are they performing well? I think if you were to have an election tomorrow, what it might look like is the Māori Party wins Te Taihau so Debbie Ngārewa Packer comes through there, because she became very, very close at the last election, and if you even cast back to 2017 and 2014, uh, both of those elections, the, the Māori Party candidate did surprisingly well, uh, and in fact, before those elections, we were polling higher than the Labour Party, so I think uh, for the Māori Party, that's probably what their, their best future, I think, uh, looks like. Well, what I think is the real, um, I, th I guess the thing that hit me from this poll uh, is that there's still a large number of people who don't know who they're going to vote for and a large number of people uh, who are picking parties who are not listed there, so who, who are picking just any other party, uh, which is a difficult thing to really interpret and might signal that uh, there is a growing mistrust among Māori for the parliamentary system. Dan, the Māori Party has had a pretty successful relationship with National in the past, but co-leader Debbie Ngāri Wapaka is on record uh, saying that they will only work with parties that have a tiriti um, understanding or base. Would that mean that they could work with either of the left or the right, the big parties? 
Well, yeah, and I think you'll see a shift in national. And then to, to, to Morgan's point, absolutely, Te Pāti Māori is the winner of the day in this poll. And it is a disenfranchised voter base out there uh, for any number of reasons. And um, so I think it's up for, uh, up for grabs for both the major parties. But uh, certainly Te Pāti Māori is doing well with that. And I think from what you were saying just before, just, um, you know, yes, in terms of... Um, speaking Māori and, 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 and uh, understanding uh, Māori issues. Uh, I think that's going to be a key thing for National if we want to go, if uh, Māori Party ends up going with National at the next election. Morgan, I just wanted to ask you there, uh, if you look at the Greens, no real change for them in terms of party vote, but Marama Davidson, their co-leader, she's, she's 31%, but she's at the top there. Uh, why do you think she's so high and her party hasn't done as well as they may have wanted to? Oh, I, I generally think that Māori support other Māori. Uh, so when we see Māori politicians in the House, uh, we tend to support them, uh, at least in principle, no matter what party uh, they come from. And Marama Davidson probably has a particularly hard time uh, in what is uh, mostly Pākehā caucus, uh, at least when you compare it to, for example, the Labour Party uh, with the largest Māori caucus in history. Uh, so I think there's a bit of, there's a bit of a feeling that uh, in an environment like that, if Marama Davidson can thrive, and I think she's doing a very good job, uh, then she's probably worthy of support. People see her uh, on um, Māori News, they see her out on social media. Uh, there's a degree of visibility I think she has across all these different communities that uh, some of our other Māori MPs might not necessarily have. Yeah, I guess, Dan, you know, from somebody who's been out of Parliament and, and watching the performances, if you look at the top three there, Marama Davidson, Kiritapu, Ellen and Anaya Mahuta, do you agree? Have they performed well? Yeah, look, for what Morgan was saying about visibility, I think that is important. And, um, you know, I think if you look at the top six, they've all been very, very um, visible. And the key takeaway I took from that poll is in the top six, there's two Te Pāti Māori MPs, uh, Marama Davidson and only three Labour MPs and I think Labour will be unhappy with that result. They have the biggest Māori caucus in its history, 15 Māori MPs uh, and clearly Māori aren't seeing them delivering for uh, Māori. So look, it's you know really good to see, um, good to see Shane Rete in, in the top national party spot. Um, but again, a lot of it is just about visibility and what you're commenting on the news. And as, just, as Morgan said, you know, Māori do like to support Māori. Do you think, Dan, um, when you look at 14% uh, of people don't know or wouldn't vote for any of the parties, are we looking at possibly a new party before the next election? Oh, no, I think the reality is, uh, is that these people are disenfranchised and um, they're looking for... Uh, parties that represent their interests, whether it's on mandates or a whole, whole other host of issues. Um, so I think at the end of the day, it could be a new party, but more realistically, they probably just stay home and don't vote. And that's what we don't want. Uh, democracy is about getting out, having your voice heard. Uh, so it's going to be up to all the major parties to show that they understand their frustrations as we head into the election year. Tēnā kōrua. Tēnā kōrua. Thanks for sharing your time today. Uh
before we leave, we want to share some exciting news. The Hui was named Best Māori Programme and Best Current Affairs Programme at the New Zealand TV Awards. We want to thank everyone who contributes to our hōtaka and especially the whānau who share these stories with us. Kanui te mihi, kia koutou katoa. Ko hikina te hui e huama, nohoro mai rā. with support from New Zealand On Air.